0: Congratulations! you found the audio version of the Talking Comic Con, A Cup of Tea with an Englishman in San Diego podcast, where each week we sift through the headlines and updates from the world of Comic Con. This episode is Season 3, Episode 34, recorded on the 11th of April, 2016. And the past seven days has been an emotional time, and no mistake. The SDCC hotel sale that took place on Tuesday the 5th has become the hot topic of this year's event and will be the basis of conversation for weeks, if not months, to come. With a lack of a clear message from sale organisers on peak, with apparent multiple levels of randomisation, the seeming absence of oversight by the organisations involved and the resulting frustration of many attendees made this hotel sale an emotional minefield. In this episode, we try to sort through the mire of this divisive chapter of San Diego Comic-Con 2016. Yes, because it's all windows open today because there's just so many bits and pieces that we have to talk about, and also lots of little headlines. But, of course, the vast majority of what we're going to be talking about today is Hotel Apocalypse, the San Diego Comic-Con hotel sale, administrated by On Peak, which took place at 9 a.m. on Tuesday morning, Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Um, here in the U.K., um, 1 p.m. Uh, East Coast. And, yes, please do jump in on the Google Plus event. Yeah, we had this last week, actually. uh, The Green Key, good supporter of ours, a big friend, um, did turn around and say that they weren't too sure how to properly interact with the show. The best way to do it is two ways. Number one, you can use the Google Plus event page. You can go to google.com slash plus symbol and Englishman in San Diego. Go to the events. The Google Plus event is right there. You're probably watching either – you're either watching this on YouTube – or you are watching it on the Google Plus event, click on the little Q&A button in the top video preview window and do let us know your thoughts on what happened on Tuesday. Or you can use Twitter. We do keep an eye on the hashtag CupOTSDCC, and we will try and cover as much as we can. I can imagine there is going to be an awful lot of uh, ranting, some frustrations, but what <coughs> we want to try and do is keep this very much a positive conversation. We, we, we don't want it to be a pylon. Uh, we have to remain constructive. We have to remain positive. So please, that's where we're aiming for. Um, I might as well welcome you. This is Talking Comic-Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. My name is Sultana. Sultana. Um, it is the 10th of April 2016, 101 days to San Diego Comic-Con 2016. It's pretty much now we can kind of This is the ramp up now with stuff like T-shirts and getting ourselves nicely organized because this was supposed to be the last major piece of the puzzle, the San Diego Comic-Con hotel sale. I might as well welcome my other guest, my partner in crime, Uh, Alyssa Franks is joining us from the uh, Friends of CC Forum. Hello, Alyssa. Um, (laughs) Have you managed to kind of pull yourself around from this week because I can imagine you were pulling your hair out at some point?
1: I was, um, <clears throat> not quite, not quite. I'm still not quite there. Um, I had a little incident with a fire alarm. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, a smoke detector in my house last night. So I didn't quite get the, the good night's sleep that I wanted. Okay.
0: <laughs> that will actually be the smoke coming out of her ears, still thinking about the hotel sale. <laughs> that's, that's what that's all about. Okay. So let's uh, very quickly cover one or two headlines uh, before we do dive into it. To be honest, there's not been a great deal when it comes to the news of uh, Comic-Con this week. We do have uh, a couple of headlines, though. Uh, Number one uh, uh, did spot uh, Wednesday that Paul and Storm uh, announced via their Twitter feed that they are going to be doing Wootstock 7.0. It's going to be taking over the Balboa Theatre at 7 p.m on Thursday, the 9th of uh, July. Uh, there's no word on Nerdist yet, um, Nerdist Live, but Chris Hardwick will most likely be taking over on the Friday and the Saturday. Um, we're not too sure exactly what he's going to be doing in terms of his live stuff, considering that last year it did turn awfully messy. Uh, obviously, leaving Hall H very late, starting up the live shows late, did get in trouble with Balboa, by all accounts. Uh, so do follow Paul Unstorm for Woodstock updates. They haven't announced the actual ticket sales yet. They have just announced they have announced the dates. Uh, Chris Hardwick for, oh, well, Hardwick uh, on Twitter for Nerdist Live. It's possible he will be scaling back. Oh, and he will be having his new missus in tow as well. So he may be wanting some private time um also we have an appearance from uh, aisha tyler no word whether she's going to be moderating uh, a panel again after her rather exuberant performance in hall h last uh, year but she will be back in san diego uh, more than likely glued to the hip with her tabletop and geek and sundry uh, friends she's got a kickstarter uh, of a film that she's wanting to direct so she will be promoting that uh, she has confirmed by Twitter that she is going to be in San Diego for Comic-Con. That's Aisha Tyler. Follow uh, Aisha Tyler for more. That's A-I-S-H-A-T-Y-L-E-R for more. Other people that's going to be at uh, um, Comic-Con this year, uh, Mondo have been uh, confirmed that they're going to be at uh, Comic-Con. Uh, Mashable uh, reported on um, their arrangement, which they're going to be doing with uh, Konami, which also includes a set of prints for Castlevania done by one of my favourite artists, uh, Becky Clunan. So it's going to be uh, a limited edition vinyl pressing of the original Castlevania soundtrack uh, featuring Becky Clunan art and a statue inspired by Ayami e. Kojima's art from Castlevania's Symphony of the Night. Um, I'm looking forward to that, actually, because, uh, as always, it, uh, the Mondo stand is a, a blast to go past. If anything, because you see all these... Major productions on the exhibition floor, the marbles, the dark horses, all these massive booths. Um, And then you go past Mondo and it really is thumbtacks into the wall with Mondo posters. I I love the lo-fi take on it. Uh, Big, big fan. Uh, So we will keep an eye on that, if anything, if there's going to be any more in terms of actual prints that Mondo are going to be bringing. But they are definitely having a presence at Comic-Con this year. And I think the last one from myself, this was uh, an announcement uh, from our good friends at the uh, unofficial blog. They noticed or had spotted that uh, Hasbro have made their first moves to uh, San Diego Comic-Con 2016 with the announcement of a exclusive, which, if I can uh, just pull up the screen share, uh, this is a Transformers Titan Force set, uh, which is going to be uh, featuring Windblade. Uh, Brainstorm and Sentinel Prime in Energize Resurrection Deco. It's always uh, a fun event to try and get uh, into the lines uh, for Hasbro. Uh, If you do want um, your exclusives when it comes to Star Wars Transformers or even My Little Pony, this is the kind of thing that you're going to be aiming for. Uh, So, yes, it's a very cool piece of uh, kit. And uh, that's, like I say, the preview artwork from the box, but uh, Transformers are going to be making a presence on the Hasbro stand this year. Right, so, right, Tuesday, um, the hotel apocalypse, the San Diego Comic-Con hotel sale. It was problematic, but the annoying thing about it was it was problematic after the event. Once the actual sale opened, it felt like we were going to be having a smooth-sailing hotel sale purely off the back of the small amount, at the end of the day, a page and a half, a post and the Tukan blog page from Comic-Con International. We had really nothing from On Peak, um, who were formerly travel planners. Uh, I believe On Peak bought travel planners. Or it's, I'm not too sure of the politics of that particular organization. But either way, not a great deal of communication from that organization. And that pretty much stayed the same way throughout the entire hotel sale. The hotel sale opened at uh, pretty much bang on time. Um, All the browsers I was uh, using top of the hour did the reset uh, from the waiting room. Three hours opened before the actual uh, hotel sale began, which a very long time to actually get things up and running. Once, however, the, I mean, I like to say, the browsers pretty much reset from the moment that that hour clicked over. Um, And, I know a lot of people talk about the uh, the timestamps and when you actually got into the uh, your processing uh, section I can only speak for myself uh, I had um, a browser open for myself on one window and my uh, wife Caroline had uh, a browser open on her laptop um, when her browser finally clicked over about uh, 10 past uh, the hour it was something in the region of 5,400 and something or other. Mine, like I say, clicked over pretty much on the hour and was at number 10. I'm not saying life is a competition or anything, but 10th in the queue? You'd kind of hope that uh, things were going to move smoothly from that. So, very little in the way of communication in terms of On Peak and CCI. Indeed, throughout the course of the hotel sale, it was really only San Diego Comic-Con that uh, said anything. Uh, All the communication that was happening and all the talk was between ourselves, which is never a great way to have an organization run, to have no communication from the people who are organizing it themselves. Um, I mean, what was your experience, Alyssa? Because were you actually taking part in the hotel sale yourself?
1: Yes, I was taking part in the sale from the get-go. I was interested in the whole randomization process to start off with. I mean, just to start from the beginning, the whole question about the randomization was interesting because we weren't quite sure what's what on peak meant by it but um, initially we thought that it was going to be basically <clears throat> what CCI had done which is the randomize the waiting room and that seemed to go well that whole process I and when we were all let in, I was pleasantly surprised to hear other people say that they had uh, queue numbers, which would give them some idea of where they were in line, which is very nice. Um, it's it, you just, you know, so you can get up and, and do something or know when, when something, you know, when you're going to go live um, with your thing. Um, that's where it seemed to derail. I think right at that point because once you know, once we went live, it seemed like um all bets were off and we were really uh kept getting thrown um, uh off off track, so to speak. Um I think there's been
0: very much a case of the I mean obviously there was the, the I think the major hiccup certainly when it came to the actual sale process itself was the new additions on the, uh, options at the bottom of the, uh, the form in terms of your wait list about your options. If you didn't get your hotel choices that, or you know, that kind of community. Yeah. That's, yeah.
1: that's one of the many problems that, that were there be, that people didn't quite. And I, to be honest with you, I didn't really, I just kind of blew through those because I, I do have a condo and I was working for a friend of mine. So I wasn't as, invested as a lot of people were. However, um, when they started, when they started uh, accepting people um, and taking the forms, I know a lot of people submitted uh, a form two or three times. Me for my son. I was, I was doing it for a friend of mine, that type of thing. They submitted two forms. Um, Apparently, this, and this is what caused a lot of heartache um on the forum has been the fact that they would take the latest timestamp the latest the the form that was submitted last and i suspect they neglected to notify people who um say you submitted Two forms. They wouldn't notify the first email that with the first form that you that you got nothing. They just notified the second form that you were uh, you were waitlisted or you were declined, uh, depending upon the checkboxes on the form, which we can certainly get into. <clears throat> okay, uh, I mean the, I mean the, the, when
0: things did start. Arising questions when it came to the randomization. Um, it was interesting that Onpeak did make a couple of comments, but it was just, it, well, they made a number of comments on Twitter and also to people that were calling up on the, uh, the, the line that were people that were, uh, ringing into Onpeak to make their booking. It's, there was the multiple messages. It was the conflicting messages. Uh, there wasn't a single voice that was coming out of Onpeak. Um, I mean, for example, the, the tweets from Onpeak. Uh, around half past half past the hour. Um, Comic-Con requests were randomized based on when you were granted access to the form. That time determines when your request is processed. There will not be a second-round randomization when processing requests, at which point you had at the top of the uh, the confirmation form, all requests will be processed in random order, and you also had um, people that did say from on peak on the phone, nope. We're randomizing all of this. It really did sound like no one really knew what was going on. That, I think, is the single biggest focus.
1: Absolutely. I, that, coherence. That's, but that's a, just not having a consistent message from their um, customer service representatives and their Twitter feed and so forth is, is the – one of the single biggest problems. I mean, and that's what we have to be thankful for with regards to CCI. When CCI puts in a new process, like the randomization that they did a few years ago, they laid it out for us um, because they understand that we're a fanatical hyper-planning um, everything. Mu- we must know everything how we've done, you know, it operates. Um, a- another example of on peaks um, ingenious Twitter feeds was all SDCC hotel placements placement and waitlist emails have been sent out from two email addresses. Yeah. Okay. Does that mean that all the emails are out or does that mean that they're only coming from these two email addresses?
0: And also I did quite like the fact that they sent that tw- that Twitter out as well. <laughs> the, the, all the emails have gone out, all the communication has been done. At which point I was looking at my Twitter feed at people who were still receiving emails right then and there. Mm-hmm. It, literally within two or three tweets of each other, there was <laughs> on peak just seemed befuffled. And yes, I'm even making up words today. Befuffled. <laughs>
1: no, that's uh, not uh, that's, that's a not a made up word. I I've used that word. That's a very yeah. old word, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Befuddled. Yes,
0: befuffled. no, no, no. Yes. Um, I think another thing that um, kind of really. Uh, stuck in a lot of people's um, throat as well was the whole idea that people who did get access very early on. I mean, like I say, uh, I I think I got my form processed 904, 905, something like that. Um, I have yet to receive an email. Um, so that um, says, uh, says a lot. To my wife, like I say, she got hers. I think it was processed eventually at so, 932. Question. Um, yeah.
1: Did you only submit one um
0: i only submitted once because one the one floor. thing that was yeah the one thing i wasn't too sure about and what i didn't want to do was the whole issue of duplicates i just wanted mm-hmm. to just put my put my um single submission into the the wind and see what happens and as it happened it blew out the window and down the street um so yeah i mean for example uh, there were the the tweets uh, for example um uh, we had uh, people saying I had no waiting line number for uh, Hotel Apocalypse submitted by 902 and was given town and country. Um, somebody who uh, submitted their form at 901 using Autofill got none of my top six and got Crown Plaza. Um, now, I think it it's, at the end of the day, the whole idea of randomization, because it really did seem like they were just dismissing the six options and just throwing dartboards at submission forms it just seemed very very strange the whole idea uh let's i mean let's go through a couple of the stories from the q a uh thank you very much indeed for uh, getting yours uh in um this is jim watari hello jim good friend of ours uh hello i made one submission for five rooms and got one of my six downtown choices i submitted within one of the first minutes of the sale so uh that's um one of the uh the success stories of the 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 uh, the whole thing. Uh, Janine LeCaro, to add to the stress, I made my deposit yesterday, but it has not been processed, and the funds have not even been put on hold. I understand that it is this weekend, but it does say it will be done within 24 hours, and it has been over 24 hours now. This is another thing that's been very... People have been very unsure about when their form is going to be processed, considering that the deadline, when they actually said they were going to be sending... Confirmation emails out was was the Friday. People were receiving their emails from Thursday. The deadline just seemed very fluid at that point.
1: Um, well, oh, there's a reason for that. Okay. Um, it, apparently it's uh, 72 hours from when their email was sent out. So the dates for uh, finalization varied, um, between, uh, for people who had their email on the 7th versus people who had their email on the 8th. I saw uh, screen caps of people who deposits weren't due until um, tomorrow. However, it still says that their deposits were due on within um, on Sunday on the email form that they got back. So they're getting conflicting reports. Of, yeah. uh when 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 it will be due to be safe just go ahead and submit it screen cap it make because um i i heard another story about a gentleman who a good friend of the forum a convention geek who made uh tried to make his deposit and it wouldn't accept his credit card it 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 kept saying your submission is past the the deadline and it, it wasn't <laughs> so, you know, he's got to make a call to Unpeak tomorrow and try and figure it out. Yeah. But screen cap, screen cap, screen cap, screen cap.
0: Sure. Um let's see if there's anything else uh, rolling 20s. Uh, there were people who submitted with the same phone number and were told that they were duplicate entries. So, I mean, they were looking at every element of the forms. That's but yes. I'm, I'm very curious, uh, I mean, for example, um uh, Jim Utari is um, very uh, correctly uh, pointed out. Let's see if I can. It just kind of uh, vanish there for a second. Uh, regarding Ah, uh, oh, here we are. Uh, Jim has, has asked Leonard, "Did your wife uh, wife's info have anything that matched yours? Not just the email and the phone number. Did the street address also match? Your first entry might have been flagged as duplicate because of your wife's late uh, entry later. It's possible. We don't know." That's the, the thing, the, the lack of information, even if it's, you were duplicated, the fact that no one really knew.
1: If, no, if you put the same number as a uh, phone number as Caroline did, or the same street address, it's, it's uh, a very, very real possibility that it was flagged as duplicate. I'm hearing multiple reports of families who all submitted, um, applications and, um, they were all flagged. Okay. You know, So what are you supposed to do? You, you all live in the same household, so your son can't submit an application? You have to submit one application for everybody and select four or five rooms? Is that what they're saying?
0: Yeah. It just seems, like I say, it just seems problematic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh,
1: sorry, I'm just um, sorting out uh, something from here. Bear with me a second. That's fine. I mean, so the the whole randomization process, just to kind of go back to, to, uh, to that is, is interesting. Uh, one gentleman on the forum is suggesting that, um, and this is kind of derivative of the randomization process was the Q numbers. And he's suggesting that the Q numbers don't necessarily mean your place in line. What he said was that, um, and, and, I probably have this wrong. My brain is a little fried at this point, but that there's, there's lines on multiple servers or so there's multiple lines and you may be 10 in your line and somebody else may be a thousand in their line, but you end up getting there at the same time. And it doesn't really make any difference because, you know, if you've got 500 lines, what does it mean when, the Q line says that you're 10 from being able to fill out the form. You can't really judge by that. Um, so there's, that calls the whole Q number thing into question. Um, one of the things that we've been using, uh, a fair amount was the, um, timestamps that you can find in the Google cache, uh, in Google, in, um, in Chrome and Firefox caches, if it already hasn't been cleared, so there's um, there's a way on the forum that somebody has outlined to uh, locate that, and it's fairly simple. I was even able to follow the instructions. <laughs> so um,
0: the, the, the time the time stamping is something that I haven't um, followed, but uh, I mean just to. Uh, continue with a couple of stories uh, again from the Q and a Stephanie uh, saying, I called on peak and said that my application was considered a duplicate because of these, uh, it was the same home address as my sister, which is just ridiculous. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. This, yeah. this is the point. 100%. And say your sister is submitting for, you know, for her fr- her family, her friends, and you're submitting for your friends. It makes no sense, no it makes um, no sense
0: whatsoever danger daphne i 'm still trying to find out what was duplicated on mine at uh, this time. No one should have used anything from my reservation, but they tell me it was a duplicate i'm concerned my information is compromised somewhere. I hope they can help me uh, help me tomorrow. That is right. This is the other thing. This is the one that really winds me up. This is the get that gets me at the end of the day the Uh, Deadline for credit card submissions is technically the day, okay? The whole idea is that you would be finding out Friday through the weekend when or whether you got your hotel. On Peak isn't open today. You cannot reach On Peak until tomorrow morning, open of business hours. They're not open Saturday, Sunday. At the end of the day, this is the timing that they have chosen And there's no there's nobody in the office to administrate this, which I find absolutely ludicrous.
1: It's yeah. I mean, do this if you're going to have the sale, you know, do it on a Friday, sort it out by and let people know by Tuesday and give them a couple, three days to talk to you.
0: Yeah. Uh, Damien Shaw, I put my car details with On Peak yesterday. Still says pending and nothing that my bank or credit card company can see. Their customer support isn't on weekend. Should I panic? No. I don't think you should panic, but, you, I mean, you have every,
1: every right
0: to feel frustrated and confused because there's no communication.
1: Um, be, be concerned, you know, and follow it up, but don't panic. I, I would not panic. If I submitted my form and I... If I have any kind of, I mean, screen cap, if you haven't already, go back in and see if you can grab a screen cap and, you know, I don't know, backwards through your browser or, I don't know, maybe it's in a cache someplace that you can find. Um, but document, but don't worry, I wouldn't.
0: There you go. Um, at the end of the day, don't forget, myself and Alyssa, we are not official Voices for any organizations other than our own. So we can only really say for our own, um, our own feelings on this. Uh, we're in, in the trenches with the rest of you. Um, Kendall Whitehouse has got a couple of comments in, uh, which make uh, pretty good sense. Uh, Kendall Whitehouse, my guess is that support reps may simply tell people they have a duplicate problem as a general response. Regardless of the actual issue,
1: because now, customer service representatives don't, you know, always yeah, tell you now, the truth.
0: There, there, there is, there is a, a, a voice in my head that goes, "You snake, you, you know what? I think you may have," because it really does sound like the other people at the other end of the phone on peak were just, just leave us alone, leave us alone. It just sounded so right. Um, Angela Copley puts in a very good uh, point as well. If it was to be totally random, why not just let us go in during the morning and fill it out at our leisure? (laughs) I am assuming it was a combo of the two, random and time. Uh, We submitted one form within the first two minutes and got nothing. Uh, There's so many people with that story of getting – I'd love to know what the actual numbers are. I mean, someone has actually asked um, in terms of what the actual – if anyone could do the math or try and work out but what the actual,
1: just to situation. go back to to Angela's statement before we uh, go on to the math of it all, go um, it. the and here's where my brain just went blank. Um, I don't think that it was randomized on the other end. I think I, I think that it was just randomized going in. And I personally, I don't think that it was randomized going out. Um, what at one, on peak said at one point in one of the, the crazy tweets was that it was based on when you got the form, not when you filled, when you finished filling out the form. So that may have something to do with it. Plus it may be that, that, um, Angela, that you were, uh, that your first form was bounced. Because of the the supposed um, dual you know you had the same information on two forms
0: mm-hmm. um, the, I mean the other comment that um, Kendall put in the, the biggest option change was the removal of the option for any downtown hotel uh, yes. at the bottom of the uh, the page. It read that i mean let 's just have a, a quick look if I can just uh, bring these up. these were the uh, the waitlist options, say for example. I can just uh, enlarge this on my screen so I can just read them, which I don't think I can because uh, the screen caps I've got are particularly small. But considering that the waitlist options uh, on uh, in the two, five, 2005 waitlist options, okay, book me into any available downtown hotel, book me into any hotel that was on the shuttle route, book me into any available hotel. These were the options on the 2016 form. If the only rooms available at my specified hotels are at an upgraded high quality rate, book my reservation into these rooms at my specified hotels. Uh, checking this box does not guarantee you will get a room. Book me into any available hotel. Book me into any hotel that is on the shuttle route. If no hotels are on the shuttle route, uh, at which point I think my brain started melting. Mm-hmm. I, I, because the, at the end of the day, that sample form was open for three hours bef- before the actual hour clicked over. And people were looking, and I was still trying to decipher that by the time that the whole thing rolled around. It was just so confusing. I do quite like the comment from Russ Burlingame. The feeling that nobody knows what's going on and that everyone has a different story is a consistent problem for CCI. you has got that right.
1: Well, it- it is a consistent problem for CCI. Um but
0: well, for Comic Con as a
1: Yeah. But remember vendor. remember this is a vendor. Um and CCI doesn't have as much control over the message as um you know, that as we would like them to have. Um I fully believe that CCI did give the directive to On Peak to randomize the process.
0: I, th- I think it was also a case of that there was this, the, a conversation between OnPeak and CCI, where they turned around. Where well, OnPeak turned around and said, "We can't deal with our servers ma- melting down every year. We can't. Um, we can't deal with the volume." At which point, CCI turned around and said, "Well, we solved this problem with a random uh, waiting room, and with this process that w- now works for us." But the thing about, and this is the the big difference between the badge sale and the hotel sale. With with the hotel sale, we are still a little bit in the dark about how your um, uh, submission is done, how the randomization, where you are in in line. If anything, I mean, this has kind of proved why CCI don't put their uh, waiting list numbers uh, on their forms, because at which point that just throws a whole other element into the mix the fact that um, On Peak have done this on their forms that was their choice fine but it's the lack of communication all the way throughout the hotel sale you've got the Twitter feed you've got the yellow bar you've got this this flow of information which is coming from the people that are organizing the sale from On Peak we got nothing and the stuff that we did 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 get was conflicted that was the problem that for me is a problem. Um, Dan Berry is uh, uh, put a question or put a statement in. Remember, on peak, uh, sorry, on peak, used an outside vendor to handle the randomization process. Yes. So let's throw yeah. somebody else in into the whole. Setup.
1: Well, yeah, it, it, but the question is, I mean, if they could line us up, you know, if they're going to randomize us and line us up, you know, then. I don't know they they could have they could have um if they had wanted to we could have done the one click thing and they would have lined us all up yeah and then it's just dependent upon how fast we clicked, but they chose to do the randomization before we got they chose to do the waiting room and the randomization um before we got in there and and using one click and yeah that's you know that's they, what they did.
0: This is a question which I would like to put out to people using Twitter. If you can put your hands on your phone, because uh, we have a question that's come in, which is a good one, actually. Uh, this has come from uh, Neil uh, Williamson, who's uh, um, watching. Uh, the question is, has anyone watching landed one of the top six hotels? Because yes. from what they've heard, there's hardly anyone that has. So, um not necessarily a hotel that you've swapped with somebody else for, but in your own personal submission. Do let us know using the hashtag Cup Uh let us know if you did in fact get any of the top six hotels, which would be top of my head, Omni, um Marriott Gas uh sorry um arena uh Hilton Gas Hilton Bayfronts Hard Rock uh the Manchester Grand Hyatt and, I don't know what the, anyone who else would consider the other six. I would consider it the, uh, the Marriott gas lamp, but, uh, the Hilton gas lamp, sorry. That, that would Yeah,
1: be... I, the Hyatt's a little bit too far of a height for me. Okay. <laughs>
0: um, let's, okay, let's quickly go through a number of these, because we've got a lot of new, uh, viewers today. Thank you very much indeed for taking part. Um, we've got ourselves, uh, Diane, now I'm not too sure how I'm going to pronounce this one. It's Diane KDE. Isn't it time to limit the sale initially to badge holders? Right, damn right. I'm jumping in on this one because this I absolutely agree with. Um, Is it uh, time to limit the sale initially to badge badge holders? One badge, one entry to the waiting room. Let non-badge holders get Mission Valley. Okay, we'll let that final sentence sit in the background for the moment. But let's deal with the the, the first one. Um, The limiting the sale initially to badge holders. I think this is where there should be a communication. between on-peak and with uh, CCI, and that I personally believe that the hotel sale should be uh, for member IDs. I know that there's issue with that in terms of vendors, uh, with uh, third-party and with offsite site uh, attendees. Um,
1: the best um, argument that I've heard for limiting badge holders is the fact that CCI has negotiated rates for its attendees. And to my mind, when you have an organization that negotiates the rate for its attendees, then you should limit the badges to those attendees. That's, that is the, I mean, a lot of other people do it and it's taken me a while to get to that point. But if CCI hadn't negotiated those rates, then I would say it's open to anybody. But CCI did, and that means it's standing up for the attendees. Now, are they going to say they're going to stand up for everybody who comes to San Diego? If that's the case, then my argument has no weight. However, it doesn't seem to be the case. And that would be the one thing that I would say to uh john and david glasner um you know consider this consider your own wording here yeah. um next year for next yeah. year
0: okay um on the twitter i did ask uh the top six um sweetie pie pen i did not get the top six but a friend that was in at 1201 got her first first choice which was the marriott marina uh jay sorry not my problem on twitter got hilton gas it was my second choice uh, Roddy Freeman, uh, we got our, we got we got two top six hotels. Okay, I'm guessing that's a, a, a collective application there. Um, I, I just have
1: to put a shout out there to not my problem. I, oh. I love that handle. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> <it's, it's> great. <laughs> I still, I
0: feel, was it not my circus? Not my monkeys. I like <laughs> that, That's just me. Um, Danbury got the first pick, which was the Horton Grand. Um, green key, I, we got Marriott Marquis. Um, the question,
1: Um, the, I mean, a lot of, (laughs) a lot of people got their first choice. But the thing is, is that it seemed like that not as many people or not as many rooms were given out. And maybe that's because a lot of people, you know, I hesitate to say this because I know a friend of mine was, had good luck with this um but a lot of people did use the option of select 5 and you know got rooms for all of their friends okay um, so that that may be a reason why more people uh, you know if one person was happy and one person got his choice that means four other people didn't yeah and that may be the math that we're talking about you know just well, to go indeedy. back
0: it, the question that did come in, and it's something that we may have to uh, uh, look at, because um, I will be tuning into the uh, unofficial blogs uh, recap on Tuesday. If you are going to be uh, watching that, uh, I wouldn't mind doing the math between now and then myself. Um, Jay Kremlin or Kremlin has asked, "Does anyone have any idea of the success rate for people that called their reservation in via those that, oh, versus those that submitted online?" Very, very good question.
1: I, I do not. I have not seen that information reported on the forum. I do know um, that we are compi- we've got a poll going and we're compiling information i've got a couple of um well i won't call them statistician statistician <laughs> Know you okay. had it right the second time around. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, you, I, you know, I don't know, but people who like numbers are are working on crunching out something, and we do intend to use that and put up a front-page uh, blog post I on really it. I really would like to know the math on it. Oh, that. Yeah. totally. Yeah. Uh, uh, because- I started at uh,
0: 5485, in at 904, and out at 907. I didn't get one of my six, but thrilled to still get downtown. Uh, leads me to believe submission time didn't matter much. I totally agree. Uh We may have gotten lucky since we needed five nights, but one bed. Okay. Um, okay, let's see if... Uh, I want to go through as many of the comments. Thank you so much for getting these in. Um Let's see if I can uh, pull one or two. I know we've got a whole bunch of... Uh, uh, Fresh faces joining us as well. Thank you very much indeed, uh, Rodney I, Freeman. Uh, like I say, we've got the the comment on the uh, the Twitter. Got uh, two big six hotels: Omni are number one, and Hilton Gaslamp are number three. Uh Rolling twenties. My crew made six submissions. Wow. Uh, I think that's this is. I'll come back to that. Uh, and was only given rooms at the Best Western Hacienda Old Town. This is bad. When my wife is getting over foot surgery, and I have my twelve-year-old with me.
1: Absolutely. Just a, an explanation on the numbers, Leonard. Um, I, I post, I've had a, a tremendous amount of new new people on the forum this week, and welcome all everybody who's new to uh, the forum and to the Hangout. Um, I did post on there, so that, that may be why we've got a lot of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Betsy Woodin,
1: now this I'm curious about. I called them.
0: And a duplicate phone number flags it. And the first entry is tossed without any notification to that person. When, whoa.
1: Yep. Yep. Totally. And that's so why I the, think I didn't so get you notified the form
0: with a phone number and then rang them using that phone number. It still counts as a duplicate. Right.
1: right. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Now you said you wouldn't swear that's not scary. i
0: didn't i didn't use the the flip word okay i'm i i'm i'm a good boy me my mum's downstairs um let's see um we've got um yeah uh, this is uh, jason murphy two friends got in at uh, wow uh 9 and 30 seconds one got the first pick the other got none, none of the top 6 um three more of us got in at 901 902 None of us got our top six. All got Mission Valley. The amount of people that are are, are getting Mission Valley rooms, thats I think that's where uh, the the statement from Neil came from. Because all I've been hearing is Mission Valley.
1: And what's even worse is that a lot of people are really concerned that when it goes open, when On Peak opens again, that they won't get a room. That, you know, which I I keep trying to assure people that... There's the same amount of hotel rooms this time, this year, as there was last year. And there were enough, there were more than enough rooms last year. So there will be more than enough rooms this year. Uh, Just
0: just a lot of actually doing the sale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Indeed, this is a comment from uh, Janine Nicaro. And uh, if you want to know where I'm going to be, by the way, at five o'clock on Sunday at uh, San Diego Comic Con, it's the same place where... Um, and this is going to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. And um, we'll probably be <laughs>
1: Two
0: throws from the front and uh, paying very close attention to the answers. You've got to attend the talkback. We've got to – I can imagine the talkback is going to be very full this year. Right. Um, but, but it's one of the last panels of the, the the con. If you want to know where I'm going to be, that's where I'm going to be regardless. <laughs>
1: We just um, have to remember it's that yet. it's um, that it's it's a vendor. It's this is this is a vendor. This is on peak. This is not CCI. I know. If CCI was doing it, I, I venture to say it would be a lot better run.
0: Yeah, uh, in, uh, Brooklyn NDS uh, NCDS. Sorry, uh, got in at um, two thirty four. Um, I'm going, I'm guessing uh, this would be. Um, I'm trying to work out what time she's re- referring to there. You didn't put uh, um, uh, the time <laughs> zone where you were talking about. Uh, and got town and country. Uh, my friend got in at 1.56 and got Sheraton Mission Valley. So uh, it's it's just it just seems, I mean, it really does seem like these forms came in and then over a 24-hour period, they just threw them up in the air. And it just, yeah. Okay. So um, let's see if we can kind of Wrap this up. Um Danger Daphne um has pointed out a couple of polls which I posted on the Twitter feed. And I I did find them very illuminating. Thank you very much indeed for everyone who uh, took part in them. They really did help with kind of uh giving us an idea of what actually was happening, considering that there was no real communication from On Peak. Um I did a poll on the Thursday night, um forty percent waitlisted. Um uh, Danger Daphne says, Do we think that people will get downtown off the wait list? Because I think On Peak couldn't process properly once the duplicate issue raised its head. I I totally agree with that. Um the, the 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 two polls that I sent out the first one was when uh people were starting to receive their um emails on the Thursday night here in the UK, so Thursday afternoon uh US time, a full twenty-four hours before On Peak said that they were going to be sending out forms and a good, I think it was something like 65% were receiving emails either that they had been waitlisted or that they'd got their confirmation. Uh, I think it's just the, it's very much like the whole CCI business of setting up um, the wristbands and saying that they're going to do it at a certain time and then not following through with that. It's just, it's the inconsistency I think, which is a lot of people kind of uh, got in uh, into uh, the situation. Uh, Erin Lynn is watching. I think she just wants to say hi. Hello, Erin. It's good to have you joining us. for hi. Uh, uh, How are you doing? Um, let's see. Um, Betsy Woodin uh, has uh, stated, On Peak did PAX Prime and Emerald City Comic Con, which are both about 60,000 on attendees, and those have gone very well. Neither has a downtown versus Mission Valley problem, as the hotels are all in the same area. They do not understand how Comic-Con hotels work. There. That needs pinning to the top of this thread and staying there. That is that is absolutely it for me. It's just a lack of... The thing is, they've been doing this long enough. Surely they should know. They surely should know how this should work. <laughs> Didn't I say at the beginning of this that we weren't going to do a pile-on? Oh, <laughs> oh, my Lord. Okay. Um, Think,
1: things right. that we're thankful for.
0: I know. I know. Okay. <laughs> uh, things I mean, that so, went
1: well.
0: Yeah. Uh, this was actually something, um, like I say, I am going to be paying, I'm going to be watching the uh, the unofficial blog, uh, hang, uh, the, their hangout on Tuesday. Uh, their comment rang true a lot for me on this one. This was part of their very good uh, primer on the hotel sale. I really would recommend going to the blog and reading it. Uh, one of the lines said, having the payment deadline on a Sunday when On Peak's offices were closed on Saturday and Sunday is ludicrous. Especially if On Peak was trying to tell folks that emails would go out all the way up to after they were closed. Not if, having a proper guide or instructions for this sale is beyond our understanding.
1: If that's one one thing that we could stress at the talkback panel that I think CCI could instruct On Peak to do is to have have the offices open during the entire uh payment process so they couldn't send them out again on a friday and then expect them due on a sunday yeah i i think i think that's something that cci could absolutely direct on peak to do next year
0: yeah well absolutely let's let's cover let's try and be positive then into the final five minutes of the hangout let's talk about ways we could suggest as attendees that the whole situation could be improved off the back of the car crash that happened on Tuesday. First, I mean, I'll I'll put my first uh, suggestion out that it should be attached to member IDs, that there should be some way of communicating between CCI and on peak, that it should be a member ID badge sale. Either run two badge sales or have a block of hotels for vendors whatever. But I think it should be a member ID. It should be one application or one way of sort of kind of limiting that it would cut down the duplicate applications. It would solve a lot of problems that on have in terms of the amount of volume of traffic that they have. That's for me, for, for one thing.
1: For uh, my, for out. my one thing. Yeah. I would say take, if you're randomized at the beginning, like they did Um, take either the time in which the form you were given the form or the time in which you completed the form, your call, whichever one you want to do, but take the first submission. Do not take the last submission. That seems like a punishment.
0: It seemed, it seemed malicious in some regards, some regards. Um, I'm certain that you all have, I mean, the suggestion that I had that it could be a communication between CCI and, um, an on peak people, uh, people, have turned around and said, how on earth would that even be, uh, officiated? I've spoken to enough people in it over the course of the last four or five days and said it would not be that big a problem. It, it, it wouldn't be that big of a problem. Um,
1: I, I will say that I had a couple of really, really nice um, events that happened in my Hotel Hell Week that I do want to comment on okay. uh, before we, we leave, if we have time for that now, or do we want to okay. continue? Go for it. Um, I was able to uh, give away a, ho- a downtown hotel room to a gentleman who had been posting on my forum who had a disabled son in a wheelchair and needed oxygen um had a ven- was on a ventilator and when i uh emailed him uh about the room uh that i had available he was so incredibly thankful um that it it just i just started crying you know and it it reminded me of something of of a um, uh, Bob Leftitz uh, article that I had read a while ago and uh, which, and I'm going to read the quote. Um, why, why do we help people we have, you know, in, in passing out the hotel rooms and, and, you know, giving, giving back to the community.
0: Hang it forward.
1: It, it well, we're doing it for the Natchez. Uh, look it up. It's Yiddish. Uh, it's it, in our narcissistic culture. It's all about pride of self putting yourself up on Instagram. But the truth is you feel the best when you midwife the happiness of others. And, uh, just, you know, just, so for me, that was that, that just kind of made the whole, the whole week. I mean, you guys hear it in my voice, the whole week of, of hard worth it. And, um, I, I just.
0: Sorry, I, I'm going to start singing "Come by in a second. You...
1: Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kumbaya, yeah. Kumbaya. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. What? What for you was the highlight of the week?
0: The highlight of the week for myself. Personally. In what in CC, in terms of CCI in terms yeah. of Comic Con. Yeah. I think it was just yeah it was hearing the the. the passing on of hotel rooms, hearing of hotel swaps, that in the absence of any kind of support or communication from the people that we are depending on to lock in this final, is essential part of the puzzle that we all as a community have worked and helped each other to kind of help ourselves. Um, I think that... To me is the, the, the prime, that's for me, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the one bright point of the, the whole, of the whole week. um I, <laughs> then again, you do kind of, uh, hear that the whole business, a couple of comments. This was from, um, Russ Burlingame, uh, do turning around saying, do you honestly think that CCI listen to suggestions and comments from people like ourselves? At yes. the end of the day, when you do go to the talk back, the standard answer is this is a lot more complicated issue than you are aware of, and we have put a lot of thought into it, and that seems to be the default answer.
1: They, they but, but they do, absolutely. They
0: do I, listen. What I will say to Russ is they do listen. If they didn't listen, we wouldn't have the waiting room. We wouldn't have the wristbands. However much we as attendees do like to Screw up whatever they try and put into place um, with our own <laughs> with our own contributions they do try uh, I mean the fact that they have made every effort to cut down waiting times to remove queues, moving the sales of uh, t shirts off site to try and get lines off the exhibition floor cCI do make every effort i feel to make it an easier um, convention for all of us. But this is where another uh, organization on peak are not listening. They have been doing this long enough and they should have this in place. It's as simple as that. Um, right. Um, yeah. I mean, for example, yeah, the comments just come in. Uh, like, like I just said, we do make our own, Rods for our own back, but yes, they put the uh the, the whole idea of the wristbands and it did extend whole h lining to two days, yeah you're absolutely right we we do like to
1: but I think that this, this up for us year, else. this year it'll be a little people will know the system, and yes. I think that people will do it better this year. I mean it last year proved that we could have you know one or two people holding spots for for I don't remember the the ratio, but three or five people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, and people will use that this year as opposed to one person staying in line. You know, I five people staying in line for twenty four hours. Like
0: is that they actually stick to the times? They yeah. say that they're going to submit or go around with the um, the,
1: uh, Wrist the wristbands
0: at nine o'clock. That that's when the wristbands go out or right. whatever time they say, uh, right. instead of half past ten, eleven o'clock. Or whatever. Um, Yeah, I I have my own issues on that one. And if I miss the Eisners again this year, I'm not going to be a happy bunny.
1: (laughs) I do want to make one uh, one last shout out to um, everybody who's donated on the forum. Uh, Thank you. Uh, that's you know that 's the other highlight of my week has been um, just how many people have uh, given back to the forum and thank you um we 've got a whole list of technology that we want to implement um some of the stuff Joepari is talking about is pretty amazing and uh, it will make zero uh, my global mod who was pulling her hair out this week uh very very happy if we could do half yep. of the stuff that Joepari wants to do <laughs>
0: okay. um Let's just do some very, very quick comments on the, uh, the Q&A, and then we'll uh, wrap things up because I do have one or two uh, things to uh, talk about in terms of next, next couple of weeks. Um, let's do a couple of shout-outs. People who are watching. Barbara Henson. good evening uh, here. What a stressful weekend indeed. Craig Linders, watching from uh, South Dakota. Uh, let's uh, see. Um, Janine Macaro, uh, on peak, will be inundated. With phone calls tomorrow. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Betsy Wooden is watching from Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, Scotty Young, Terry Moore, and Brian Ma- Michael Bender signings. And the Nathan Pili- uh, Fillion pick today. You see, there is bright sparks in all of this. I really was hoping that we would get somebody from Emerald City joining us live. But obviously, we did have a lot of uh, things to talk
1: about. I tried. I posted. I tried to get somebody. I tried.
0: <laughs> um. Let's see. Uh, yes, uh, we, we talked about this as the countdown uh, kicked in. Uh, this was about a uh, Twitter feed, and we'll leave it on a bright, po- right, uh, a bright point of the whole hotel sale. There is a Twitter feed that I would recommend you check out. Um, I hope that they stick with it, and I hope that they continue to do um, more tweets. This would be not crazy for number four CCI. The title of the Twitter account is Fake On Peak, and I will say... Very, very funny. If you are behind, if you are, if you are behind this Twitter feed, bravo to you. Because very, very good. Very, very good. Right. I know for the last couple of weeks we've been talking about uh, some giveaways and some prizes and um, our guests that are coming up just to uh, now put to rest all of that. Over the next couple of days I will be announcing the special guests that we're going to be having on certainly for the next month and a half. And I can tell you now, We've got some great guests coming along, Uh, artists, creators, industry um, bits and pieces, people who are going to be joining us and also going to be joining us at San Diego as well. These are uh, names that are going to be joining us on the Hangout for the next uh, five or six weeks, certainly. And also starting next week, and I know I've been promising this for a while, every week from next Sunday we are going to be giving away Dark Bunny Tees T-shirts, Not only to the people who are watching live on the Hangout, but also to uh, people who listen back on iTunes, on SoundCloud and on YouTube. Uh, So that all starts next week. I promise that will be in place. Uh, We may even have a page go up in the next couple of days uh, where you have uh, a code which you can uh, submit to get a discount from darkbunnytees.com. I really would recommend checking out their site. Um, Another thing that I'm going to be posting about in the next couple of days as well, and I've been pestered about this by uh, Alyssa, that I should sort my Patreon page out. Yes, I will be recording a video for my Patreon page. Uh, If you do enjoy the Hangouts, if you enjoy what we do week in, week out, please do give back to the Hangout and uh, allow us to continue to do what we do. Uh, Go to the Patreon page, which I'll be linking uh down in the comments uh, in the next couple of days. And also, if you go to uh, an an uh that will be in place, Uh, as well as a couple of uh, items that I'm going to be selling as well, Uh, some uh, little bits of merch for the the website. So please do uh, contribute and allow us to do what we do, considering that uh, July is going to be a very expensive uh, month for me because I'm hoping to be reporting from Star Wars Celebration, then coming over to San Diego to do San Diego Comic-Con, possibly even then flying back for London Film conference It's going to be a bit of a hectic month. The only way I'm going to be able to do it is with your support. Please, if you could, that'd be great. So thank you very much indeed for watching. Uh, Alyssa, where can people find you online? And um, what have you got lined up in the next seven days?
1: Um, people can always find me on the forum at friendsofcc.com forward slash forum. We've got a good blog uh, and our editor-in-chief, Dr. Who 42 is doing a fabulous job with that. Um, We hope to be uh, publishing the statistics, uh, which will go into when people submitted, when they were allowed into the form, uh, timestamps with their Google cache, with their caches. Um, And their results. So hopefully we we are trying to get some sort of an idea of the overarching picture of what happened um, using numbers because we love numbers on the forum.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Where can people find you? That will be
1: your Twitter. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's what I was going to say at the beginning. Don't tweet me. Cause I, there's, I could be like days and not answer you. I'm on the forum. That's where you'll find me. Just PM me, Alyssa, um, at dot Um, email me and, or PM me on the forum at Alyssa. Um, you can try tweeting me and maybe I'll respond SDCC fit. I will say that that is the one hashtag that I do follow. Mm-hmm. Um, SDCC fit, and because we all need to get our 30 minutes of walking in every day. Okay. Rah, rah.
0: Well, I mean, if you want to follow me on Twitter, by all means, EnglishmanSDCC, over the next uh, couple of days, as well as all the, the fundraising bits and pieces, I'm going to be posting Alyssa's uh, personal phone number, uh, home address,
1: um, oh.
0: um, <laughs> the ways that you can contact her. She will respond to phone calls two, three, four 4 o'clock in the morning, by all means.
1: Absolutely, you know, and just feel free to duplicate my, my personal information on the forums next year, because, you know, I don't need a hotel room.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, like I say, you can follow me on EnglishmanSDCC. I'm also going to be posting a whole bunch more on the in my Instagram account, same uh, hashtag, uh, EnglishmanSDCC, uh, of memories uh, that I've got of uh, previous uh, Comic-Cons. I'm going to try and ramp that up over the next couple of days. But like I say, next Sunday or from next Sunday, we are really ramping up our special guests and also our giveaways. So please do join us next Sunday for another Talking Comic Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego with myself, Lennon Sultana. We are back next Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. GMT. And with me. And please, I (laughs) hope that you get all your answers from On Peak tomorrow. Uh Lissa, you've got your hands up. Do you need to use? The I, I to just your said I was
1: going to say, and with me, I'll be here too next week. Hey, Lissa
0: will be here, of course. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, I, I I tried to get. <laughs> but, <laughs> what? What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> bye. Yeah, we'll
0: see you soon. <laughs> bye bye.